How's it going, folks? In this episode, I'm talking with the CAD geek, Danny Gladfelter, about how he came to work with AutoCAD, his passion for learning and teaching technology to others. We talk about some of the things he loves, as well as the direction he'd like us to take the product in future. Hope you enjoy. Good luck. Hello everyone, I'm Marcus O'Brien, Vice President of AutoCAD, and you're listening to the AutoCAD Podcast. In this series, we will give an in-depth view into all things AutoCAD, regarding live here from AU Expo floor. At first, I have to talk about the Safe Harbor Statement. Our podcast today may contain some forward-looking statements about our products, business, and company information. Such information is merely our current plans, not promises or guarantees. Things happen in software and change quickly, and you shouldn't base your purchasing decisions based on the information that we give today, but it is as accurate as we can as we talk through this stuff. I want to give a quick shout out about AU this year. So after a few years of us being online only, Autodesk University is now back bigger than ever, and it's a hybrid event. We've got 9,000 people here or more, and we've got even more people online. And not only that, but this year, we're in the beautiful city of New Orleans, and we're really loving it here for AU 2022. So a couple of things that have happened. We're on day two here. We're actually in an after hours recording and I'm sitting next to Danny and I'm going to talk to him in a second now, but we've had some very interesting things happen. We've had Andrew talk about Forma, Flow and Fusion and about what that means in terms of a cloud information model for different industries that we serve. On main stage, we had Amy Bunzel talking about the macro advisor in AutoCAD and the real value you can get from ML-based insights when you add that power to AutoCAD. And we had Steve Blum talking in terms of having ML assistance and having better help within AutoCAD as a product. So a lot of shout outs for AutoCAD and kind of a very big year for AutoCAD. We're doing a lot of things on that ML front. So I'm excited to be sitting next to Danny Gladfelter, who's a highly respected thought leader in the CAD community and Autodesk Expert Elite member with more than two decades of experience in the AEC industry. He's an author of six Autodesk official press books, the CAD Geek blog, which is thecadgeek.com, and dozens of Autodesk University classes since 2007. As an experienced speaker, Autodesk certified instructor for 10 years, and an award-winning speaker at Autodesk University, Danny has presented to audiences of 60,000 plus people and provided training to thousands of Autodesk design technology folks. Today, Danny is the design technology manager at Timmins Group, an ENR top 500 civil engineering firm headquartered in Richmond, Virginia, where he's responsible for organizational development, including learning, knowledge management, and design workflows across the firm. Welcome to the podcast, Danny. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. So tell me where we are right now. What's going on? So we are in the Autodesk University Expo Hall. This is usually a fury of activity, but it has been a very long, exciting day at Autodesk University. So we are here in a special after-hours session. After hours, nine o'clock at night, it's just us, three or four marketing people, audiovisual, and we've got some cleaners around us. And we're, we've got this private access. It feels kind of, it's kind of awesome to be here, right? It is fun indeed. So Danny, you're this year, you're teaching two classes, although it's four sessions because you sold out both classes. You, we released a class, then we sold it out. We booked you another one, then we sold that one out. And then we just, we got to the point where it's like, that's enough Danny, right? But we got, we've got four sessions this year with you in it. Everything is good in moderation. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I've been to a lot of your classes, so I think they're entertaining. 
But before we get onto all that stuff, I want to I want to start off by asking you. So tell me a little bit about kind of what got you here and what is the CAD geek and kind of give give us some background and why you're here. So sort of my my journey into AutoCAD, right? Yeah. So you know, I I always sort of joke a little bit, right? That my entire career that's kind of founded and rooted in AutoCAD is based on some of the absolute worst advice that <laughs> I got from my middle school guidance counselor. That's amazing. Planning my freshman year of high school schedule. Um, we were sitting down talking about what my interests were and, and, and what I told her at the time was I really liked to draw. I was taking art classes and whatnot in middle school. And, and I also like these, you know, computer things, right? And, uh, computer things, computer things. Yes. Yeah, so like little, computers. Yeah. Computers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Things. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, you know, I essentially, what I described to her was kind of a career in graphics technology or yeah. something along those lines. But instead she sort of sold me on this idea that uh, I could take this basic technical drawing class and mm -hmm. draw on the computer with this thing called AutoCAD. And uh, not really knowing what I s was saying yes to, I said, that, that, that sounds interesting enough. And, and so I went ahead and did that and uh, found out that I was, I was pretty good with it and um, started co-oping out of that CAD class in, in later years of high school and uh, ultimately turned that into a career, right? And so for several years, I certainly in that mindset that, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to be an engineer. But over those years, I, I found out that what I really, I think, loved more was the technology. And so mm -hmm. I, uh, when I was given the opportunity, I sort of took the right turn towards the technology and uh, got into CAD management and started writing the CAD Geek blog and, and started kind of building that platform. And that sort of um, elevated my platform and kind of been what I've built things off of and, uh, and kind of gave me the opportunity to build the books and, and and all of that, and you know, I think that's sort of the manifestation of where I am today, right? Where it's my responsibility to kind of help, I think, pay it forward to a new generation, right? Sure. So um, while my title is a design technology manager, so much of it is really focused on sort of empowering a new generation of design professionals through learning and development and helping create really awesome onboarding experiences for those design professionals so that, you know, hopefully they can be their best selves. Your job has undoubtedly evolved over time. So, so what are some of the, the capabilities that have really delighted you about AutoCAD over that time? Or, you know, we, we've talked about some of them at different, different times. What are some of the things that you were like, yes, nailed it. Like this is, this is, this is a game changer for me, you know, and you've been like excited to teach, you know? I, I, absolutely. So, you know, I think probably one of my biggest pain points over my years of using AutoCAD, I remember, I think we were using AutoCAD 2004. Sure. Um, I had a massive, massive, I think it was maybe uh two or 3,000 acre subdivision that we were working on um, at the time. And it had like four or 500 drawing sheets. And just maintaining the text in the title block was like a day long task. And I just thought to myself, there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. And, you know, I think it was that very next year that mm -hmm. uh, AutoCAD came out with Sheet Set Manager. Yeah. I was like, this is exactly what I am looking for. And so, you know, in, in terms of back in my production days, probably one of the biggest pain points that I had was that sort of those simple tasks, right? It's, it's never really, I think the, the hard stuff that that gets in people's way. It's that kind of simple sure. stuff that I think creates the biggest roadblocks for people. And for me, that was managing the sheets of a massive project set. Yeah. To just give us a quick, give us the, the Donny teacher. What is sheet set manager overview? Get to, what does it do and why is it so amazing? Right. So, I mean, sheet set manager is all about managing that, that data that you have to put in your title block, that super tedious stuff, the, the project name, the project number, who drew it, when was it revised? Yeah. 
um, all of that, but it also adds all sorts of other functionality and the ability to, to batch plot it, to e-transmit it, to be able to send it to another organization. There's quite a bit of depth there, and uh, it's, it's certainly been a, uh, a tool that I continue to advocate even to my users to Great. this day. And we're, we're, yeah, it's still an important part of AutoCAD and something that we, we continue to evolve over time. So I know you're, you're not in the latest version of AutoCAD. We've had a chat about that, about how we need to try and fix that. But that is something that, you know, in our more recent versions of AutoCAD, you'll, you'll see benefits to, if you like Sheetset Manager, you'll see, you'll see some, you know, enhancements. So, and we've talked about our desktop web mobile. It's not something that you're using heavily right now. But I would encourage you to, to try it. I think, um, when, when was the last time you, you, tr you dipped your toe in the water for our multi-platform? So, you know, I, I will say in the AutoCAD web version, maybe two years ago, Yeah, I remember you and I had some chats and, and you were kind of, I think, updating me on some of the, the, the latest releases and kind of talking about how some of that desktop technology had been kind of scaled into that web platform. And I, I wasn't so sure about it. And uh, I said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to see if this uh, this Marcus guy. Let's see guy, what happens. I'm going to see if this Marcus guy is really, really telling me the truth. Let's see if he's still here in two years. And yeah. and and so you know what I did? I we were about to build a deck at my house. Uh huh. And I was like, you know what? I need to I need to prepare a simple sketch to sure. submit to get the building permit and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, can I draw my deck in AutoCAD Web? Mm -hmm. Marcus says I can, but I I, I don't know if I but can it's or a not. Browser? Can you but do it's a that? Browser. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, while I wasn't as efficient as I was maybe on the, the desktop version, sure. um, I was delightfully surprised that I was able to create that simple sketch, uh, starting with drawing one.dwg right in my web browser. And I was able to produce those deck plans. And yeah. so um, it, it is absolutely a technology that sort of fascinates me uh, in, in that way. Um, the, the, the big, I think, struggle, of course, is just sort of um, identifying the right business cases in a civil engineering firm. And I think sure. that's probably the, the area where uh, it's intriguing technology, but I'm pursuing the right business case. What I would say is, you know, given it's two years ago as well, the, the pace of change today is unprecedented. I, I mean it. As someone who's used AutoCAD desktop for years and years, I think that the investments that we've made in multi-platform will surprise you if you were to try it again, even today, two years later. So for example... The way we develop our code base right now, instead of creating features in our C++ desktop code base and then rewriting them in JavaScript or for, for web or for mobile, we have a single C++ code base that powers desktop web mobile. We made this massive investment over like three or four years to be able to do that. What it means now is that when we develop a feature on desktop, it's more about turning it on in web and mobile. So what we're able to do now is really listen closely to our customers about our web and mobile products and and as they ask for features, it's more about turning them on than re redesigning, recreating those features. So a lot of people are in a position where you can ask for the features you want now, especially someone who knows AutoCAD so well and say, this web app, I would like it to have X, Y, and Z. And those are the types of things that will help drive some of the future decisions we make. So I'd encourage you to try it again and, <laughs> and build another deck or renovate your deck or whatever you need to do. But, this, but, but this, is a, this is a fast landscape and we have... A new offering, our web and mobile offering, and, and I think it's definitely worth another look. So. I'll, I'll certainly give it a download. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Danny, I've got a tip for you. You're the tips and tricks guy. Did you know, and this comes in from um, Adams Farnsworth, did you know that if you copy slash paste a civil 3D object label, you'll end up copy and pasting the entire civil 3D object? 
For example, copy-pasting a station label will copy the entire alignment back into your drawing. Yes. You knew that? <laughs> and, and the fundamental reason is that the central premise of, of the way Civil 3D is set up is that labels are Civil 3D objects and they are associated to some sort of parent object. And in that particular example, it's associated to the alignment. And so you can't have the label without the alignment um, I knew in, that. In Civil 3D. Yeah, you know, I was just going to say, I'm glad you said it. I was just about to say that's why, that's the reason. So that's great. We both know the same amount of stuff about AutoCAD. That's good to know. <laughs> You're going to be designing roads before we know it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, Danny, we've got to the part of the interview where we're going to talk about this or that. This is where you got to make some tough decisions. Actually, before I do it, I want to, I want to know what Danny's number one tip is. We've been shouting out tips from people who've submitted these today. Uh, what what is like uh, your number one tip that's on top of your head right now? So, um, you know, one of my favorites that uh, I, I find very few people seem to actually know is a grip editing tip. And that is if you start grip editing things, of course, the default state is we get the stretch command, right? And that's helpful a lot of times. But sometimes I want to move. I want to rotate. I want to mirror. Press the space bar. You can toggle through all of those different edit modes um, from that grip. So if you want to move something, just start grip editing. It'll start with stretch. Press the space bar. You can now move it. Press the space bar again. You can cycle through those kind of core modify commands. Love it. And is that the one, is that, one that, that, that you find most people are shocked by and it's like so easy? Is that like a big... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's kind of so simple that um, even some of the most experienced uh, AutoCAD uh, <laughs> professionals that I know don't happen to know that particular tip. And so um, that one is probably my favorite right That's now. That's great. Okay, Danny, we've got to the part of the interview where we're going to talk about this or that. This is where you got to make some tough decisions. Okay, Danny, tea or coffee? Coffee. Uh, coffee, yes. Uh, ribbon or Black, by the way. Okay, that's important to know. Ribbon or command line? You know what? I, I have a video with, uh, I think, one of the old pro AutoCAD product managers that uh, pretty much summarizes sa saying that I hate your ribbon. <laughs> Is this, are we going back to 2009 or when are we talking? Um, I think we're talking like 2009, 10 era, yeah. right? And yeah. so um, I started out as a, a, a very strong um, dissident when it came to the AutoCAD <laughs> you were ribbon. Not, you were not loving the new UI. Okay. But um, you know what? Over the years, yeah. um, it, it certainly started growing on me. Good. And you know, 12 what, years later. 12 years later. That's no, awesome. No. Uh, Lisper macros. Lisper macros. Ooh. Um, you know, I, I, I like the frictionless part of macros. Yeah. They're, they're super simple to create. I'm not overly fearful if I show one of the, the members of our, of our team how to create a macro. I, I have a little bit more concerns on, on what they might be able to do with Lisp. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, light mode or dark mode? Um, I'm more of a dark mode. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, generally, I think, people, we get a lot of resistance to dark mode at first, but, I, but everyone I talk to is like dark mode, obviously dark mode. I, I've noticed with each incremental release, the general user interface of AutoCAD is getting darker yeah. and darker and darker. I don't know at what point it's, it, it's, it just it, goes solid black. <laughs> I'm not sure we'll ever get there, but, but we're going, yeah, you're right. It's part of our branding. So um, groups or blocks? Uh, if I want to be cruel to the other members of my project team's groups, okay, um, because they don't know what to do with them, but otherwise uh, I would probably say blocks. Loading tabs, tile or tab on a second monitor? Ooh. Um, second monitor. Come on, Don. You don't. It's got to be. It just makes sense. Old habits die hard. I'm 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 kind of a two session. Um, <laughs> really? 
You're just sessioner. Uh, um, but I will say I am I'm forcing myself to use the floating tabs a little bit more and good. kind of dragging the tabs out good. and and starting to use that a bit more. But um, again, like the like typing DDP type. Yeah. Uh, some old habits die hard. Okay. Last one. Dogs or cats? Dogs or cats? Dogs. You have animals? I do. Yes. Awesome. Danny, it's been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate you taking the time to meet me at nine o'clock in the expo hall here. When it's just us and the cleaners. It's been a lot of fun and uh, it's been, yeah, really enjoyed it. Absolutely. It's been a blast. Thanks All for right. having me. Okay. Good luck.